Hello, and welcome to another expectational episode of We Only Hook Then. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost about 120 pounds. Wow. I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have an expectational husband. I mean, <laughs> I make up words. That doesn't make any sense. Hi. Uh, yeah. This, and Donald Weigel is with me today. Hello. My name is Donald Weigel, <laughs> and I am also here. I expect that I am here, and I expect if you're hearing this that you're listening to it. I expect that yeah. as well. Uh, I have lost about 100 pounds. Uh, I've uh, kept it off for, I don't know, six years, and uh, I have uh, been here expecting to start podcasting this episode you or know, something. You know what, though? About expecting to start this, this episode. Episode. I know language changes, but I, I don't want expectational to be a new word. Yeah. Um, but we almost didn't record today's episode because of words uh, in the form of Wordle. Oh, yeah. Donald <laughs> got stuck. And I look, got very stuck okay, on we're Wordle. very late. Oh, very the behind the Wordle curve. I think I've only been doing it since uh, about. I, you know what? It was Labor Day weekend. I know it was Labor Day weekend because a friend of ours uh, got me to do my first one yeah, on Labor I, Day weekend. I was against it. It's sort of I'm a I'm a late I'm a what am I a lagging whatever? late adopter late adopter. Yeah, but it's almost like the Angry Birds movie. Like Angry Birds. Do you remember right, that? Angry Birds was like a thing, and then the movie came out. Like it felt like a Six decade years later. Late, right. Yeah. But we're, I'm like, oh, Wordle, it's like, I don't even know what that is. Like, and I just, I didn't want to do it. And now we're obsessed. And uh, Donald had a little bit of trouble this morning with his word uh, because he had an expectation of it being a certain oh, I, word. Oh, I like how you're tying it no, into No, but like, the you were like, well, it has to end with S and T. Yeah, no, I was convinced it was that it was the last two letters were PT or NT. And then I tried an NT word and it wasn't that. And so I was stuck on it. It was in a fit of rage. Yeah. But when we have. And then it turned out to be FT were the last two letters. When we have expectations about how something is supposed to go, it can be really frustrating because we don't get out of, like, it's. It's like, nope, Wordle is wrong. I'm going to sue them. They obviously don't even know what their word is. And I do that too. Like, There are no five-letter words that have these, this combination of letters. Sometimes I'm sitting here doing it and like there are some letters and I'm just like, I'm trying to sound yeah. out. like. Yeah. I sometimes I try words that I know aren't words just in case they might be words that I never heard of. Yeah. I was surprised. Uh, schlep is actually a word, which ah. I was very happy to see that because I schlep quite often. Yeah, I I tried I tried the word S C I P T this morning just to see if it might be a word, and it was not. It was not a word. Well, and then the actual word ended up just being like it was shift shift. Yeah, oh, that's I a know. word I've heard. And in of. hindsight, it was obvious. It was, but but sometimes. Again, and we're here to ask you to shift your expectations oh, about your you reality. See, we yeah, just take little uh, bits of life. And in five letters or less, uh, pull it together for you. Yeah, and, for sure. And today, like Donald said, uh, we are going to talk about, because we're right in the middle of the holiday season, it is uh, it is happening right now, it's the middle of December, and uh, we're here to just sort of talk about the difference between the expectations of the holidays versus the reality of the holidays. And a lot of times when we have those expectations, we have sort of rigid expectations of how things are going to go. Don't yeah, we, absolutely. And that rigidity, 
leads to uh, oftentimes it it leads us to be angry when things don't go the way we expect them to go. And if you know anything about us and our annoying growth mindset, <laughs> it's that <laughs> being adaptable and being able to pivot from your expectations is part of the growth process. Your growth mindsets are so annoying. No, but it is like <laughs> I know. There there are times when one of us me, you, one of us, uh, will be like... I love how this is going to end up being me. No, but I'm like... I'm the bad guy. No, but there are times when it's just like, can I just be annoyed for like five minutes and then we can get onto the growth mindset? Oh, yeah. So, but I, like, yeah, no, it's true. I used to be mad for a week and now I allow myself a limited period of time to wallow in self-pity and then I'm like, okay, I have a growth mindset. You're right. <laughs> um, so we're... We're going yeah. to ask you to do that today, uh, dear listener. Exactly. So um, so let's talk about expectations a little bit. If you just sort of meditate on what you expect this season to be. Maybe you have expectations of decorating the house and visiting with friends, embracing holiday traditions. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm talking like that. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know where that voice is coming from. It's, it's a wonderful voice. Yeah. Uh, but like you... You want to enjoy, mindfully, enjoy festive treats. And maybe, you know what, I have a few days off, I'll figure out my whole life. But why not throw that in there? Don't Doesn't that happen sometimes? Yeah, like, I mean, I've look, got- it's the end of the year, a new year's barreling down, you're looking back upon the year that just happened, and you're saying to yourself, I didn't figure out my whole life, but I have about two and a half weeks in which to do it, so I'm going to do it now. Yeah, but I've done that on vacations. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm away for seven days, I'll come back a new person. But like, we want to spend quality time with people we love. We want to make snow angels. We want to uh, live an Insta-worthy life. And uh, maybe you want to also magically lose weight this month. Has that I, that hasn't happened for me typically in December? Yeah. But I go, you know what? I'm going to lose weight. It'll be fine. Um, and we have these expectations of what life is going to look like. Uh, but sometimes- I desperately want to live an Insta-worthy life. And then I realized that you have to actually like take photographs to, and post them to make that happen. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, nah, I'm not willing to do that. Well, so I, I, was, I don't have a problem. <laughs> we, we share photos uh, in Google Photos and... I take photos every day of very many things. Yeah. Coffee cups and beautiful light and the falling leaves. And then I looked in your Google photos and it was like utilitarian, like a picture of scissors and maybe like, <laughs> like your feet because you were like, or you're, like your running shoes because you wanted to show me which to order for right. you on like, right. but for me, it's like my whole life is laid out in photographs and uh, Donald's is not, but I it's actually. a lot of work taking your phone out of your pocket and pointing it at something. I don't know, but like I'm, I also, I take tons of photos, but then I don't post them on Instagram. Like I haven't posted on our Instagram page in ages. I gotta, I'm busy. I'm busy taking photos, but posting them just seems like a bridge too far. (laughs) No, I know. And well, and that brings us to the reality of the situation. Um, You know, you're talking about wanting to live an insta-worthy life, but things that you need to do, you need to work. Uh, You need to go to work so you can earn money and like have a place to live and food and stuff. Um, You need to do daily household tasks. You need to grocery shop, do laundry, pay your bills. 
Uh, maybe you've got a family trip and, you know, that sounds fun, but also it involves a lot of planning and, and those yeah. can also, you know, at least before the trip uh, can be very stressful and sometimes during the trip. And this time of year, like maybe you're going to see family and maybe that's fantastic, but maybe it's also a source of uh, of stress and anxiety for you. Um, maybe you have a giant work deadline, like something that has to be done before before the holidays or before the end of the year. Um, maybe you've got an extra side hustle that you're, you know, you're trying to work on. Um, and then, of course, you know, because this is our podcast, you've got all the health stuff that you want to deal with. And maybe you've got kids and you need to, like, also manage their, like, holiday enjoyment. Yeah, and especially if they're off of school and suddenly you need to find child care or you need to entertain. There are a lot of conflicting things. We have this ideal of what December is going to look like. And then we are rudely uh, reminded about all of the practical day-to-day things that we also have to get done. And from that, we can get kind of angry about it. It doesn't seem fair that we have to actually have jobs and do laundry and get work deadlines done when we have this expectation of this magical season. And and when we start saying to ourselves, this isn't fair, everyone else gets to have fun instead of me, we can get really bitter and angry. And that's not what we want. We don't want that stinking thinking. No, not so, for not at all. So a few things to let go of this season is is the willpower you think you need to manage your food choices. Letting go of comparison. Well, they get to do that. They're on vacation, but I have to work this week. They are like living this insta-worthy life and I'm struggling. And also letting go of the pushing the the plans down the road. I'm sure I'll just figure out all the food situations. I'm sure I'll figure out how to have a good time. I'm sure I'll figure out my whole life this month while right. I'm off. Letting go of comparison and magical thinking about progress you're going to make without any plans is really critical on your health journey. Yeah. And then, you know, we we want you to let go of all of that. But what we don't want you to let go of is all of your healthy habits. <laughs> and and they can get lost in the shuffle with the holiday cheer and the actual life expectations that you have. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Catherine and I have been reading a book called The Healthy Mind Toolkit by Alice Boyce. And we've actually done a few episodes of the show based on um, uh, some of her writings about self-sabotage that people do. And in The Healthy Mind Toolkit, she talks about cycles of diminishing self-care. And I just want to read a, a short uh, passage from that. She says, here's a principle that everyone needs to understand about stress. When stress has a negative effect, it's often not the stress itself that directly causes problems. Instead, the negative impact happens because self disrupts the self-care we would normally do. So it's not it's not necessarily, okay, holiday time, all those things that we talked about that you have to do. It's not usually stress equals problems. It's usually stress leads to skipping your self-care, which then leads to problems. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, self-care isn't 
always what you might think that it is. Exactly. So like Donald said, self-care may not always be what you think it is. A lot of times I know when I used to hear like, practice self-care, it felt like bubble baths and manicures and like quiet cups of coffee, looking at vistas and like running away to Paris and that kind of thing. Taking a bubble bath is like a nightmare to me. Oh my God, who are you? (laughs) I have no interest in that. (laughs) Look, if you you dig it and it relieves your stress, then you go for it. But But those like self-care is gross and woo-woo and whatever, but self-care is actually practicing habits, daily habits like getting enough rest like yeah like that's not woo woo that's just a good idea but we often like let go of like well i just won't sleep and i just won't eat well and i just won't you know do all the things that i know make me feel good because i don't have time for that yeah like i think that we oftentimes lose sight of the fact that that our healthy habits are self-care yeah so like focusing on sleep, eating right, you know, eating on our plan. I shouldn't say eating right. That's too generic. But eating on our plan um, and, and you know, exercising, getting some movement, all of those things are actually self-care. And when I am doing those things, I I know that my stress level goes down and I feel much better about myself. Well, and I think, too, like just as an example of diminishing self-care at the holidays, say you've had a really busy, stressful day. And this goes for any time of year. You've had a really busy, stressful day. You had to, you know, work plus do the extra holiday things. So you get home and to decompress, you treat yourself by scrolling on your phone until midnight instead of going to sleep early. Right. You want that alone time, that me time, which is definitely something we used to do. We would stay up super late. Yeah, I would always be like, oh, I had to give all of this time during the day to everybody else. Like, now this is me time, so I'm going to stay up late and watch another episode of Seinfeld or, or you know, scroll on my phone just a little bit longer. Right. So staying up until, mi- until midnight then leads to being really sleepy in the morning when you have to get up. You end up skipping your morning workout routine or your morning walk or prepping your breakfast or prepping your lunch for work. So it just it diminishes the next day by sabotaging today. So do you find that in your life, Donald? I do. I do. And um, just as a little bit of a side note, I I just uh, came across a study when I was researching uh, next week's episode, oh, actually. He did. He researched the heck out of it. Which um, which a- actually found that um, there has there's long time been a link between people who are sleep deprived and obesity. And this study particularly found that when you don't get enough sleep, that your um, your body, I can't remember what the exact chemicals were, but your body doesn't uh, release uh, a, a certain chemical and it impedes your ability to make uh, good judgments when it comes to food choices and uh, and exercise choices. So, Yikes, now so I'm afraid to be awake. <laughs> I know getting getting a good night's sleep is uh, is is really crucial in in that decision making process and having like making sound decisions during the day. Yikes. Um, but another example might be, uh, you know, you're stressed, et cetera. You're having a bad day. Uh, you've got too much going on, and so you skip buying groceries. Um, and so you, then that leads you to sort of wing it uh, when you it comes to food. And so maybe you're at work and you end up, you know, ordering out with lunch with everybody else or or whatever, oh or, 
or you just grab fast food on the way home. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I ate a bag of Chex Mix yeah. and a Coke for lunch. And that was like, well, this is my lot in life. Like, yeah. I don't have time to do that. Oh, like, Yeah, and, and so you just like, you go in without any sort of a lunch plan. And so there, you know, you end up eating a bag of Chex Mix and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Like some sad sack might. <laughs> yeah, sad snack more like. But like- also, I didn't do yoga, which makes me like when I do it, I feel super relaxed and it, you know, stretching is really important to me. That's what I say it is. Yeah. But when I skip it, suddenly my back hurts and I feel tense and I feel stiff. And then it perpetuates that negative like, oh, today seems harder because I didn't do yoga. I didn't, you know, I'm so busy and important. I can't take a five minute walk is what I tell myself. And then guess what? To make up to revenge for that, I revenge stay up late again yeah. and watch Seinfeld. And or whatever the electronic version of Seinfeld is now, uh, Angry Seinfeld Birds. Is that <laughs> <laughs> Angry Seinfeld Birds? <laughs> it would probably be George Costanza, like launching toward people. If yeah, I had to, guess. absolutely. Um, I think we need to uh, invent that video game. Um, and then you know, here's the classic one that is me, and I I would do this over and over again, and I still sometimes fall into to this uh, this cycle. I would get stressed out, I would get really upset or angry over something, and then I would eat for comfort because food is is sort of instant like relief and right. pleasure and and I would go to food for that comfort. And then I would feel guilt and shame about it yeah. because oh, I didn't eat on my plan and I ate that thing that I wasn't supposed to and and, I'm a and, and the comfort I got was just really short. And then I would eat more for comfort because <laughs> yeah. I would be feeling bad about myself again. And then I would feel more guilt and shame about it and feel bad. And then what would I do? I would eat more oh, for boy. comfort. So and, and it was like this never ending cycle. So what do we do? We've now like really depressed all of the people listening <laughs> to the show. But like, do you recognize any of those cycles in yourself? Uh, and the, the next part of this is we're going to talk about how, how to get past that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that the, just to go back half a step, the bottom line here is, is we're asking you to keep your healthy habits going at least to the extent that you can. Um, keep as much of it going as you can because you may not realize how much those healthy habits are helping you reduce your stress and making you feel better about yourself and feel more positive about the future. Well, and I think too, and this this is a surprise, I'm, I'm presenting a letter P <laughs> in, in, in this episode. You didn't think it was coming. I didn't. Um, but sometimes, again, with those rigid expectations, we have an expectation of, well, you know, I usually go to my workout class and now I can't and now I'm bitter about it. But sometimes during the holidays, what we need to do is pause our ideals, pause the ideals that we're able to do in less stressful months, less event heavy months, and just say like, that's something for the new year. And this month, I'm going to be adaptable. How do we do that, Donald? How do we do that? Well, let's go back to Alice Boyce and her book, The Healthy Mind Toolkit. She suggests you come up with an if this, then that plan. And, you know, last week we did our uh, our episode about uh, the, the six P's or the seven P's. Um, and we've also uh, talked about having policies in place of like, you know, if, you know, I, I, I only drink alcohol on like one alcoholic drink on Friday night, like so that you're not you're not winging it. But 
this basically uh, is you put a plan in place. If something happens that's out of the ordinary or out of your control, then you have a backup plan to follow. So if I can't get myself to go grocery shopping, then I have a list of foods online uh, that I can have delivered. So you've already got a pre-set up like in the moments when you don't feel stressed and you're in the sort of sober cold light of day, um, uh, you create an online grocery shopping list that you can very easily go to, just place an order and have your groceries delivered. Or you have some frozen meals on hand that you know fit into your plan and, and they're easy to just keep in the back of the freezer and you have them on hand and they're ready to go for when these moments come up. Or you have taken and figured out some local restaurants that have some dishes that are on your plan and you already know what they are and you already know what the calories are or what the, you know, if you're doing low carb or whatever, they're all set up to fit your plan. And you you can stay on those by then ordering those things uh, instead of going and winging it with, you know, whatever fast food treat that you're that you're tempted to go for. Exactly. And I think that that sort of, again, that if this, then that is sort of like the good luck. And you just talked about frozen food. Like we don't talk about it as emergency backup plans. This yeah. isn't an, like going out to dinner is not an emergency plan. Right. It's like, ooh, great, I have options. And changing your language around disruptions and being able to pivot is part of having a growth mindset. It's looking for a small solution that is good enough in this season. So again, if I can't go to yoga class, like it's not, you know, my life sucks and everything's terrible. It's, wow, okay, like things come up. And occasionally I can't do my ideals. Yeah. Not, not like I would say that, like, I cannot do my ideals. <laughs> but like, oh, okay, I can't go. I'm disappointed. But good luck. I've got a yoga mat at home. And in between my Zoom meetings, I can stretch out a little bit in the living room, which I actually did this morning before this very podcast while Donald was trying to figure out the word shift. 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 Yes. So shifting expectations. Oh, wait, you already made that connection. <laughs> Never mind. But like – like when I notice I'm feeling stiff, like I can't, okay, I, I can't go for a five minute walk. The weather is bad. What I can do is a couple of downward dogs. I can just like stretch out a little bit and like celebrate that. Yeah. The or, or maybe you know it. that, that if you can't do your yoga, maybe you know that even just taking a five or 10 minute walk, like reduces your stress and makes you feel better. Like, you know, you get outside for a minute and you actually, you know, do something and get a little movement. Um, maybe you know that that makes you feel better, or maybe you, you just, you can do a five minute med meditation and that brings your stress down. It has a similar effect as the yoga class with much less time put in. Yeah. So with any health plan or just focusing on yourself, there are certain cornerstone habits that really matter in your journey venture. It's not that you're taking a vacation from all of your healthy habits. You can bring them into the holiday season with you. For example, having a an ideal of, well, I'm going to make a fresh salad. I'm going to, you know, make everything from scratch. I put things in place like, you know what? I'll have an apple today. Like that's not a huge ask. Yeah. That's not like, oh, look, I'm going to have some baby carrots. It, again, it's not the ideal, but it is the, it, like that if then, it you know, scenario of if I don't have the energy to make the salad, then 
I can, you know, I'll, I can have an apple and I will celebrate that. Yeah. Or like, you know, we buy those bags of already cleaned, already washed, already peeled like baby carrots that are just ready to eat. And I buy the bags of pre-sliced apples um, that are, are, you know, like someone's already done all the work for me because <laughs> I know, I know that when I am, am stressed or upset or, you know, I'm, I'm tired I will look at an, a whole apple and be like, it is just too much work <laughs> to have to wash that off and bite it. Like, I have to bite that thing with my mouth? No, <laughs> that right. is not happening. Well, and I I buy, you know, I have enough bandwidth. I, I prioritize whole apples. And the, yeah, like Donald looks at me and is like, I don't even know that what is That is so much right work now. right now. <laughs> but lucky, lucky Donald has his bag of apples. Yeah. But it's really important to think about the real you and not the and the, Do, this is a quote from donald so i feel like i need to read it because donald wrote this and oh, it's, yeah. it's pretty powerful yeah yeah no everything i write is really powerful it's important to think about what the real you will be willing to follow through with and not the ideal you yeah, what? They're, yeah. they're two different people yeah it's true and yet yeah, when you're making your if this then that plan you know, think about what you can actually get yourself to do in the moment. And, you know, for me, it's not, it's not, you know, wash and peel a carrot and then eat it. It's pull a baby carrot that's already been washed and peeled for me out of a bag and eat it. I know myself well enough to know that. Exactly. And I think another thing, just in terms of the mindset thing, which which uh, we haven't covered so far, is having if this, then that for stressful situations. If my, you know, if a family member stresses you out at the holidays, then you will go take a short walk. Having something in mind of like, then I will take a deep breath and realize I don't need to engage. Like you can take the if this, then that into social situations. So it's not just about the practical habits, but the mindset part is really important as well. I know for me and and for us, we have a lot of travel coming up this holiday season yeah. and really preparing myself emotionally for stressful situations that are a little bit out of my control, um, I think is really going to be key to keeping cool. Like if we miss the train, then we will wait for the next one and play angry <laughs> she's looking at me angry she's looking Costanza. at me i have a, i have a real i have a real issue with missing trains and buses and things like that like it it sends me straight to like to an 11 on the on the uh, range but, meter but, but then i will i will annoyingly be like donald this is the time when you're we made a promise to create the angry Costanza game. And this is a perfect time while perfect sitting time. in the train station for you to start figuring out how to make a video game. And See what yeah, good luck it really is. And the, <laughs> the angry Costanza in this situation is the man in the mirror. Uh, me uh, in this situation, but you know, if if you have the bandwidth, uh, getting back, <laughs> getting away from my uh, my rage at missing trains and going back to creating your if this then that plan. If you have the bandwidth, when you're feeling good, when you're when you're rested, um, really sit down and and think about it. Or even better, you know, write down some some ideas. Think about situations that have derailed you Ooh, in the past. that's a good idea. And write write down those situations and think about, okay, so if that happens, what could you do? What could you have done that maybe it doesn't even have to be, you know, make it an ideal situation, but what what could mitigate 
the the problems that were caused? What could mitigate the damage that was done <laughs> to your health and fitness plan or to your stress or to your, you know, your mental well-being? What could you do to improve the situation next time and actually come up with an if this, then that plan? And then here's the thing to remember. If you try something and it doesn't work, oh. you can try something else. That doesn't mean that there's that it's a some final failure. It doesn't like I used to tell myself that I was broken, that I yeah. would never be able to figure this out. And and now I know well enough that if I do something and it doesn't work or or if I, you know, I I might come up with the best if this then, you know, if this then that plan in the world, and I might not be able to stick to it in the moment, but I know that that doesn't mean that it's over and that I can't figure it out and that I'll never figure it out. I know I can, I can do it. And I know the next, you know, three out of uh, four times I will, you know, the, the, if this, then, then that plan will work, or I will try something else and I will figure it out that I, I know I have that growth mindset that I can do this and I can figure it out and I've done hard things before and I can do them again. Well, and I think too, you know, as we're finishing this up, really focusing on the, like I said, the the if this, then that, but also changing your language around setbacks. So often we go, dinner is ruined. The holidays are ruined. I never get my way. See, I'll never figure this out. And when we use words like never and always and ruined and like these big, you know, uh, headline grabbing, uh, language, we overestimate the impact of one small thing that didn't go our way. And our brains really do rely on us to be positive. It's like when we're running a marathon, we're not booing our way to the end. Right. We are like cheering ourselves on. And when we change the language to like, this didn't go well, but things are going to work out. The pot roast was ruined, but we can go out for Chinese food. Right. Like we can, if we change the language and say, like, I haven't figured this out yet, but I will. I will get through this. I can adapt to this. It changes the way our brains work. And we actually start looking for solutions instead of just deciding that everything is ruined. Yeah, really, really stop and show yourself some kindness when you don't stick to your plan, when you're not your ideal self. And, and work from a place of kindness and growth and positivity moving forward rather than trying to beat yourself up. Yeah. And the more we're able to take care of ourselves this holiday season, the better we can show up for other people. The more we get out for a quick walk, the more sleep we get, the better we stick to our health goals, the better our brains work and the more like able we are to deal with tough situations. Absolutely. If we're exhausted and overwhelmed and, you know, creaky and tired, that's not our best selves. <laughs> so coming up to the, you know, the second half of, uh, of December with a growth mindset, prioritizing a little bit of normal self-care, no bubble baths required, um, will really help us all thrive through the new year because we are grown-ups who are capable of doing hard things. Sometimes we get what we want. Other times we're able to adapt and pivot and things still work out. We get on another train, don't we? 
We do. Then another train comes along. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> wow. I'll, I feel so I'll attacked. Yeah. We only have like one, maybe four trains. Four trains we're going to have to get on yeah. uh, this holiday season. So uh, train yourself to be positive. There we go. <laughs> I like it. So practice your if this, then that scenarios. Think about how you can adapt when a challenge comes your way, because the more we practice that behavior, the more easily those solutions will come to you. If you look for solutions, they will be there for you. Yeah, it, it's a skill like anything else. It's like, you know, we it, we feel like it's obvious that you have to practice a musical instrument to get better at it. But we, we don't think about how we have to practice these things to get better at them. We have to, we have to really practice our self care yeah. to get better at it. We have to practice our if this, then that plans to get better at it. And we have to figure out what works and doesn't work and, and adjust and move forward. Yep. And if we can do it. You can too. Absolutely. So thank you so much for listening. We are really appreciative and grateful of each and every one of you. Sincerely, uh, the fact that you've uh, taken the time to download and play this episode uh, really does mean a lot to us. And uh, you can download and play all of our episodes, or almost all of them, uh, the most recent 300 on all of the major podcast platforms, uh, wherever you found this episode. And if you want to go all the way back to episode number one, you can do so on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, head on over and click on that link that says join our support group to find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a great place for fellowship on this journey for healthy goals. Uh, I don't know. That's a new. That didn't really work. I, I promise she doesn't talk like that all the time in the in in Walt Place. Either. I don't. So we are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for accountability. I do Zoom meetings. There are just great connections in the group. We have subgroups that focus on uh, weighing in and activity and food choices. So there's lots of ways to be involved. We have two subscription options: a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolf Place is right for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a really uh, great way to get access to Catherine Weigel, uh, who is invaluable, has been invaluable in my weight loss uh, journey, the adventure, uh, without having to marry her, which, <laughs> which is what say. I had to do. <laughs> what you had to do. I had to do it uh, in order to, uh, to, to lose and no maintain my gun, weight. I assure you. Yeah, no. Um, and also if you want to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, uh, occasionally, occasionally, uh, and Facebook a lot, um, at, uh, at we only look thin and you can also email us. Uh, if you have a question, if you have an episode suggestion, uh, we got a really good episode suggestion in an email recently. I'll just tease it, uh, that we're going to do early in the new year. Uh, from a listener. Uh, and also, uh, if you just want to like say hi or send us a compliment, we love hearing from you at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a little bit of extra time this holiday season, could you head on over to Apple Podcast and uh, just give us five stars, maybe leave us a review. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing uh, is making a difference in your life, but it also helps other people 
find our podcast when they're looking for a healthy mindset podcast like ours. And honestly, we've gotten a few uh, new comments recently and a few posts about people who have lost weight and listened to our podcast. And it just every single one means so much. And knowing that you're finding success too and losing weight, like very many, I'm not going to clap right now. Maybe Donald can add the clap sounds. <laughs> I don't know. Do we have clap sounds? No, no, we can't afford. <laughs> we don't have the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but honestly, congratulations to you. And thank you so much for making us a part of your journey venture. Yes, thank you so much. And um, it really is a, uh, you know, a, uh, I hate to say free, but it's a free way that you can support the show. And it really does help us out to leave us a, uh, a five stars, preferably rating and review. And another way you can really help us out and support the show is to just tell somebody about it. Uh, word of mouth really helps the show grow. Uh, if you are in a conversation and uh you know it comes up uh, if you know somebody who might get something out of the show if you are online if you're in a facebook group if you're in a, a reddit group or a discord server something like that and uh it feels appropriate to give us a shout out that really does help the show grow and we would be appreciative yep wow that was like an if this then that oh yeah, oh, yeah. it really was <laughs> So if you can't wait for Donald's new video game app with an angry George Costanza, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.